We took a weekend off from touring And so we made our way back home We heard our house party was brewing It's Friday, so let's get drunk, yeah, yeah. We got a call from our Can I just reiterate how much I love our intro song? I mean, you can it, do it right now. This is your stage. This is you are a co-host on the podcast, so you can have all I, of that you want. I am a co-host, and you are too, Nick. But I just love the it's Friday, so let's get drunk, and then we get right into it. But welcome everybody to the Last Call Podcast. My name is Aaron Thompson, and alongside me, I have my co-host Nick Warner. What's going on? Welcome back to a, another fun-filled week. More drinks. More stories, more interesting topics where nothing is off limits except for a few things. But we're going to have fun, drink some beers, and uh, try to make your Friday a little bit better and roll you into the weekend. Exactly. And for those of you who haven't joined us, I can't believe you haven't yet. But if you don't know how this works, Nick and I host a podcast where every week we attempt to do the podcast while drinking six beers in 60 minutes. And each beer does have to be above 5% alcohol by volume. So, Nick, what are you drinking tonight? I mean, should we? I mean, it's the same thing every week. I feel like I broke Budweiser. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Maybe one. I'm look. I think our sponsorship got lost in the mail. Again, we are not sponsored by them yet, but it's law. It's coming. It's in the snail mail. I I feel it. The winds are the winds of sponsors are about to change, and uh, just, we're gonna get I, some sponsors I'm here. Losing. I'm losing hope. I'm losing hope. You know. Don't. But it's it's. I mean, at least springtime's around the quarter. So like, that's giving me more of an up spirit, like a better look on life. But. The whole Budweiser, like, losing the check in the mail and, and letting me know that I'm sponsored is, is really li- letting me down. Well, just stay, a little bit s- depressed. Stay chipper, pony boy. We'll make it through this. Storm. I hope so. I sure hope so. But anyway, you know what? I'm going to drink these Budweiser's and uh, hope that one day uh, we can have a, a beautiful sponsorship. We're going to have a, a beautiful relationship with Budweiser one day. I can I can feel it. But I uh, today am actually not drinking Budweiser, but I'm drinking Oberon from Bell's down in Comstock, Michigan, which is uh, right in the Kalamazoo area. So uh, 5.8% alcohol by volume. We will see how this one goes. But Nick, as we were preparing for the show, uh, we were informed of some mistakes that had been made, which never happens. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We, we, we're never wrong. Never wrong. Never. But... Apparently, the last episode, we were wrong on two fronts, and I want to clarify some things right now. One, we talked about David Dobrik and his scandals. I made the comment that David Dobrik in one of his scandals had underage girls over his house, and they were talking about sex, and then he got them drunk. I want to clarify. To my knowledge, those girls were over the age of 18. They were not minors, but they were under the age of 21, which means he served alcohol to minors or underaged people. Um, so it, it wasn't like 15 year old girls to my knowledge. It was, they were at least adults. Uh, but I wanted to make that clarification. Number two, I've got some beef with Cameron because we like, made him like our, 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 our friend Cameron. Second, first, no first guest. Yeah. First guest. Yes. Our friend Cameron, who I dubbed as the ipso facto fact checker on this show. Wow. And he is quite now the, fired. The title. 
exactly. You know, that's what his business card says. Ipso facto fact checker. Wait, but, you have business cards? I'll, I'll send you yours later. <laughs> cool. I've been waiting on them. So he led me astray when he told me that SP and the Game Boy Advanced SP stood for super portable. That is not true. Guess who corrected him? Uh, Santa himself. It was Santa. It was Sean, who was our second guest. He listened to the episode and, and informed us that SP actually, in the Game Boy, stands for special. Yeah. Wow. That's it? That's it. Just I, I was kind of like... special. Yeah, I, I kind of like Cameron's better, but it's wrong. And uh, he so he sent us that information from Nintendo.com, which oh, I think is... So this, this is like an official fact check from the manufacturer themselves. Exactly. So um, Cameron, you're fired. Sean, you're now our fact checker. So you two can fight about it, but uh, wanted to make that clarification as well. Ooh, what do you, what do you think about a guest debate? Maybe. I think there's going to be a lot of moderators and like sit and drink beers and watch them like argue back and forth. Possibly. I think that's a few weeks out. I think uh, we got to get some contracts in place first, make sure that everybody's getting their fair cut. Um, We have to make sure that we lay down some ground rules, right? No jokes about people's moms, Cameron. Um, And maybe we can get that done. But for now, it's going to be you and me. We'll have a guest on every once in a while and, and we'll keep it rolling. So... Um, but I know when we were talking about topics to talk for this show, you had mentioned that you had some more insight, maybe not insight, but more opinions and more kind of, uh, facts about, uh, what you thought about the David Dobrik stuff. And, um, when I was kind of reading through your notes, it it made me, I, I kind of thought it was interesting. Right. So, so what, what are you thinking about this David Dobrik stuff a week out from our last show? Right. So, I mean, this whole thing is is still developing, so it's, like, kind of difficult, right? We obviously, you know, gave the information last week based on something that we had read, and now that more has come out, we were obviously wrong, so we corrected that. So, like, any of this information may be wrong or change next week, so we have no idea. But anyway, like, some of the ideas that I thought were interesting... um, is that like a lot of YouTubers and everybody, everybody's bringing out their own video and like kind of talking about the situation and going through the evidence and everything and giving their opinions. But I, I one thing that like is kind of common against all of them is that people say, well, how gross, how gross is it that he profited off this, you know, uh, sexual assault or rape or, uh, you know, whatever event you want to call it. Right. Um, but the, the, the thing that's interesting is that, so, so obviously he monetized the video. Like it was monetized. I think the video was from 2017 or 2018, one of those times. So it's been up for a long time. They make their most amount of money, I believe, like when the video initially releases and they might make a little bit of uh, money as more people watch it in the future, whatever. Um, but what I think is funny is that the initial people that released this was inner insider that released the story, but when they released it, they released it behind a paywall. You know what a paywall is? Yeah, it's kind of like a, a subscription, right? It's like 
it's almost like pay-per-view but like for news articles right yep yep it's exactly it's like a uh like you said a subscription it's like you're buying a subscription to only fans you can't see this content behind this person's wall until you pay for it and then you can see it so right. it's like they have this big story that everybody wants to read and oh by the way you can't see it until you pay for it so automatically they're trying to profit off of this huge story about this huge you know youtuber that's having um allegations against them that's so called that's irony right exactly so um but then the other aspect of it as well as well that i thought it was interesting was that um a lot of youtubers and like i previously mentioned a lot of youtubers and like podcasts and everything are also kind of covering the story going through the facts and like just basically generating content about the the allegations and everything so they themselves are also putting content out there that they're getting videos sponsored for and they're probably monetizing them and everything so in the same videos where they're saying it's disgusting that he profited off of this, they're also doing the same thing, which I well, think is very interesting, right? Well, it's not their scandal, right? They're they're profiting over somebody else's scandal, which is what essentially all of media is anymore. Somebody has a scandal and they hop on it and they want to be the ones to cover it, but they're profiting off of some misdeed, whatever it might be. And, and you know what? News outlets, they claim it to be journalism, right? But they're right. still making money off of somebody else's scandal, but it's not my scandal, so I can talk about it. Right. So it's like you guys are just as bad as as what's going on right now. And the whole thing, I mean, it, it kind of sucks. Um, I've been a big, big David Dobrik fan for, I don't know, probably three, three years now, three or four years or so. And honestly, because his videos were like, really interesting, really funny there. You never knew what was going to come out. Right. And so when I was living, you know, where I was living before work kind of sucked, I'd come home and I'd see there was a video pop up and it's like, Oh, this is awesome. Like it's something to look forward to. Right. And so when you have that, it's like, Oh, this is, this is great. This is something that makes me happy. Right. So when you see this and you see something happening to somebody that you're a big fan of, it's hard to be like really objective, but you have to be like, yeah, I mean, you want to give them the benefit of the doubt. And I was talking to somebody the other day about, uh, this kind of thing, right? When you're, when you don't have ill feelings towards somebody, you like that person, you're a fan of a person. It's hard to be objective. Whereas if I hated David Dobrik, if I just hated David Dobrik for whatever reason, and this happened, I was like, good, fuck that guy. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's hypocrisy, right? I am big on innocent till proven guilty. It's hard to do that when you don't like somebody when you do like somebody, maybe you give them more benefit of the doubt than you should, right? It's right. very, very hard to be objective in these situations. Yeah. It's 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 tough. I mean, I think personally that the evidence is kind of, you know, it's all out there. I think there's something that happened. Um, obviously, he's released a, a number of videos and everything that kind of go through the whole situation and everything. And I, I think there's something there. I think there was a victim. I'm acknowledging that, but it's it's hard seeing, you know, somebody that you, you really enjoy watching their video and their content and go through that or not them go through that, but um, him be a part of 
some some event like that. But yeah, so I don't know. I had a I had an epiphany today. So if you haven't heard, um, I know you kind of follow sports, but not necessarily like the major sports like football and basketball. I mean, maybe a little bit, but not much. But have you heard about Deshaun Watson, like from the uh, the quarterback I, from the Houston Texans? I've I've seen. Uh, I I do know like the main quarterbacks and everything. Like, I don't. I'm not like a fantasy sports player where or guy where I'll watch all the sports and know all the main players, but like. Main main quarterbacks and running backs and everything I know about, but yeah, I long story short, yes, I have kind of seen the stories popping up. This man, so when I first looked at the story, like when we were discussing what we we're going to talk about, and I looked, it was sixteen, sixteen women have come out against Deshaun Watson claiming like sexual harassment or assault. I looked again right before the show, twenty, twenty really? women, four more, like it, it's just. It's insane. And so here's, I came to an epiphany today, right? Deshaun Watson, prior to this whole thing, was considered very squeaky clean, good character, great leader, just all around good guy. Now 20 women have come out against him. And again, I have nothing against Deshaun Watson, objectively innocent till proven guilty. I don't know what evidence evidence there is, but this is my epiphany. Are you ready for this? Okay. This is big stuff. You should be a scumbag. Everybody should be a scumbag. Everybody should claim to be a scumbag. And nobody should try to be the good guy. Because only the people who claim to have a good reputation are the ones that get dragged through the mud. People hate people who feel like they're holier than thou. Right? And so Deshaun Watson, squeaky clean. David Dobrik, squeaky clean. Whoever else, squeaky clean. Drag them through the mud to bring them down. If you just claim you're a scumbag and everybody knows you're a scumbag, so be it. Like, what, what are you going to do? You're going to cancel me for being a scumbag? You already knew that, right? So are you, <laughs> right? Are you saying like, okay, so one that popped in my head is a big Instagram guy, be uh, Dan Bilzerian? Bilzerian? Am I Bilzerian, yeah. It's a hard last name to say. Yeah, it's kind of um, a weird one, but yeah, Dan Bilzerian. Bilzerian, the big uh, poker guy, right? So he made a shit ton of money. He's basically like the, he's like a playboy, like yeah, just has girls around him constantly and posts pictures of him in different exotic locations, drinking, hanging out with a lot of very attractive women, and doing whatever. You know, it's like this dude has unlimited money, and I feel like that's one case where. Yeah, he puts it out there. He's like, yeah, I'm kind of a scummy it, dude. It's like, this is who I am. But you haven't heard anything about him. Well, he's, I, no I allegations, mean, at least, that I know of. But yeah, I mean, well, the only allegation that I've heard of is like he started a weed company, and that weed company has been like, I think people have sued him for fraud over the the weed company. Like, he wasn't taking it seriously. He like was blaming other people for like the company not doing well, stuff like that. Like, I don't know. I think there was some sort of fraud in that weed company. But- as far as sexual assault, sexual harassment, none of that. Like, I have not heard any of that stuff from him. And maybe he's paying people off. I have no idea. But the point is, well, he, he, comes he definitely pays for sex, though. <laughs> there's Yeah, there's no way he does no, it, right? So, so, like, I listened to a Joe Rogan podcast, like, with him on it, which is a very interesting one. Like, I mean, here I am shouting out another podcast on our podcast which is a bad idea but whatever no, it's not uh, people do it all the time and you know what maybe joe will have us on at some point so 
So um, so anyways, what but, uh, what but, happened? Yeah, he was just talking about his life, and obviously, like, Joe, Joe Rogan does a pretty good job of, like, digging in and asking some questions and, like, getting people to reveal stuff and whatever. But usually he has to dig, but Dan Bilzerian was just like, oh, yeah, I was I was in Europe once, and I had this crazy story. I was hanging out with my friends, and, yeah, I paid this girl to blow me, and, uh, yeah, then, uh, and he just lists off all these stories where he's just, like, he throws it all out there. Like, the information is so out there, which is crazy. But nobody is trying to drag him through the mud. That's the thing, because everybody knows he's a scumbag. So I think the moral of the story is the scummier you are, the worse person that you are, the less likely you're going to be canceled because they can't because they know who you are and that's who you are. And people like you anyway, if you try to come off as the perfect person, you will get dragged through the mud for whatever it is because you claim to be a good person. If you're just a scumbag douchebag like Dan Bilzerian, what are they going to do? Honestly, I, I don't want to do anything. I just want to live under a rock anymore. <laughs> so, I, I mean, but tell me I'm wrong, right? I, I literally, before the show, no, I had mean, that epiphany. Well, I was driving okay. in the car, and I was thinking about David Dobrik, and, and I was like, both of those guys had really good character, and they're dragging them through the mud. I was like, who who has just a terrible reputation, right, who is known to but be a is, playboy? This is also like three cases, right? So you got one case of a guy being scummy and not having allegations against him, or uh, two good guys and having allegations against them. So I think that your your sample pool is a little small, but... I mean, Drew Brees got drugged through the mud because of his anthem stance. He was considered racist because he said, I'm standing for the anthem because when I see the flag, I, I think of my grandfather and all the veterans and whatnot. He got drugged through the mud as being racist for that. But again, the what he's done for the city of New Orleans, he won them a Super Bowl. He's very, very generous and just a good guy. He got dragged through the mud for that. There's another example of a good guy getting drugged through the mud, right? right. Like you, you can't, unless you just live in an enclosure in your house and literally don't talk to anybody, don't do anything, you are going to have something found against you. It's those who seem to be the worst people that never get called out for being bad people. Honestly, uh, what you just described sounds like the perfect wow, perfect situation for me. You know, I think that sounds pretty good. What living in a an enclosure and not having to talk to anybody? Yes, I'll just talk to you and uh, live my life out and call it a day with my uh, beautiful Budweisers. Yeah, well, yeah. Hopefully, one day you'll be living off that Budweiser money, right? Yeah, that's that's the goal. So, um. We're going to kind of a hard transition here, right? Because okay. you, know do you, do you have anything else happens. to say? I, I feel like, so we, we've covered like the cancel culture and the, the David Dobrik and the Deshaun. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. I want to lighten it up a little bit, right? No, so we definitely, we definitely stuck on it a little bit longer than I expected, but I don't know. I just like, I think it's an interesting situation. It sucks. Like the whole thing with David Dobrik, like actually this is the point that I wanted to make at the end. Nobody is winning out of this, like, at all. No. Nobody wins. There was somebody that was hurt and violated and and obviously had their life kind of torn apart, right? And a as bunch they, of people are making money off of it. Right. But then, like, you know, there there's 
David Dobrik's going to lose all his sponsorships and everything. Like, he, he's going to do fine. He's got money, whatever. But, but he loses, the girl loses. Like, who who it, wins? Nobody. The, there, there's nobody that... Everybody's dragging each other down, which is the point, I, I guess, I was trying to go about this, is that nobody wins. And it sucks. But it's almost anyway. like... It, it's almost like opening your box of cereal and thinking, oh my God, I'm going to have some delicious cinnamon toast crunch. But then you find shrimp tails in it. So you turn that into a nice, easy transition, but I'm going to pull you back down to earth. What? And say this was the hard transition. <laughs> it was good. Though. <laughs> it was good. It was good. But I'm going I'm to, your nice, easy transition, I'm going to pull you back down and make it a hard transition. So, hey, we're moving on to a new topic. So, <laughs> thanks, Nick. Appreciate it. I was feeling really You're good welcome. about that one. That's why I'm the co-host. <laughs> so, um, in case you didn't hear, there was a man... I believe living in Los Angeles who found he, he opened his box of cinnamon toast crunch. And when he was pouring his bowl of cereal, he found what appeared to be shrimp tails in it. And so he put out a tweet. This guy's name is uh, Jensen carp. And it says, oh, okay, I don't, I don't believe him already. He's got carp, carp, carp is a fish. Seafood, fish, this, this shrimp tails. This all about fish, shrimp. He's he's a he's a fish fan. He should have liked this cereal. He sh- he should have. But um, so he he posted a picture of the shrimp tails and said, you know, hey, uh, I think General Mills, um, is the one that makes it. But he posted a picture saying, like, oh, hey, what me, what is this? This real quick here. So uh, keep going. I, I think it's General Mills. But anyways, he posted a picture saying, like, so. These are cinnamon coated shrimp tails that I just poured out of this box. And he, he, I think he added, nah, he didn't, but uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, like official Twitter, um, looked at it and, and they, they responded to his allegations with the pictures of the tails. He goes, after further investigation with our team that closely examined the image, it appears to be an accumulation of the cinnamon sugar that sometimes can occur. When ingredients aren't thoroughly blended, we assure you that there are no, there is no possibility of cross contamination with shrimp. Hmm. So I saw some direct messages because this guy got into DMs and he posted the DMs with uh, General Mills and Mentos Crunch, whatever, and said, "Guys, these are definitely shrimp tails. Like, stop making me look crazy." And they're like, "Would you mind sending us? We'll send you a, a, a postage, right?" Uh, a, letter envelope whatever send us the shrimp tail so we can examine it and he goes i will send you one i'm gonna keep the rest because i don't want people thinking i'm crazy so he's like i'm not giving away all my evidence i'll give you partial of the evidence of these shrimp tails so that you can examine them but like there have been stories right of other people finding like weird stuff in their food and and i don't want to get into that because like it bothers me like well, I don't think there about like it. the I'll bring up one case right there was the Wendy's chili with somebody's thumb in it apparently yeah but that was found to be fraudulent okay. I think so, I think th- well, I I believe that was fraudulent because I think that person had actually lost their thumb and then dropped the thumb in the chili oh so it was actually a thumb yeah but it was like the was person like- had lost their thumb and kept it and then okay. they dropped it in the chili 
not 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 a Wendy's employee. The person who found it, I think, was he lost his own thumb. Yeah, in like some warehouse accident, workshop accident, and then I think he dropped it. That's that's what I heard. And then dropped it in, and then tried to sue. That's that's what I've heard. I think that was fraudulent. We need a fact check. We need a fact checker, man. Well, don't let Cam fact check because he'll lead us astray. Sorry, bud. You did this to yourself. Sean, get on it. So, yes, um, this guy found shrimp tails in a cinnamon toast crunch, and it's been kind of going around the internet. Um, so, anyways, I uh, again, what a what a day to just open up your. Now, I'm not a big cereal. Do you eat a lot of cereal? I don't eat a lot of cereal. I honestly, this is gonna be a hot take. I'm not a big breakfast food fan. I don't think that's a hot take. I hate breakfast. I truly hate breakfast. I I have not eaten breakfast since middle school. It's just, it seems like a lot of effort. Like, hey, you just woke up. Now you got to eat. I don't know. I'm not a big, I'm not a big food person. Like, I I like food, but like having to wake up and it's like, ah, shit. Here's a lot of effort you got to put in to like cook something or eat it or what. I just want to fucking go back to sleep. I just feel slow. Like if it, I'm not a, it's not that I hate breakfast food necessarily. It's not my favorite, but I would rather eat that breakfast food at like 11, like a brunch, right? I'll do a brunch. Oh yeah. I'm all in on brunch, but I don't like eating in the morning when I wake up, I feel slow. I feel groggy. So like, um, I know Cameron and I kind of talked about, uh, Corey Gregory, that, that he and I follow in his, uh, what he calls anabolic fasting, but, or, um, Oh, what what's the intermittent fasting? It's a, it's a mix of intermittent fasting with some other stuff that Corey Gregory does. But intermittent fasting is where you have time windows to eat. So like you eat from noon until seven or eight p.m. Like you right. have your meals then, and you don't eat outside of that window. I like that, and I've been doing that for years before I even knew what it was. Just because I don't like eating in the morning. Mm. Like I it just I don't. I it it makes me not feel good. I mean, everybody's body's different. It's, it's like, kind of the thing that I've learned about. Um, I, I'm no expert on this, but obviously there's there's so many different diets out there that people try to get you to do, like a keto diet or, you know, et cetera, et cetera. There's not one diet that works for everybody. I feel like you have to go out and try something and different, like, for everybody. So, I will say, I will say, this Corey Gregory diet, since the beginning of the year, so we're in March, right? Towards the end of March. Since the beginning of the year, I started this year at 240 pounds. I'm down to 210. So, I mean, maybe you found something that works for you. But that, it, that's all I'm saying, though. I'm, Bro, I'm saying, I, am, like... I, I, so here, here's the type of weight that I can put on. I, last weekend, I had a bad weekend. I had way too much on my cheat meals, right? Which you get a, a couple of them on this plan. What, what, are, what are your go-to much. cheat meals? I'm just curious. I'm, I'm interested. Qdoba? Doba, wings, french fries. I mean, like, I, I do hungry. too much. I do way too much on my cheat meals. But I gained literally eight pounds in one weekend. That's ridiculous. It doesn't I mean, make sense. No, I lost it all the next week. And if somebody can explain to me why that happens to me, I have, you know, I want to know. I gained eight pounds in a weekend, and then on Tuesday, I had lost it all, right? So my body just holds on to stuff. 
And then when I go back to eating clean, like I get rid of it. Right. But it, it's just, it, it's absolutely insane what my body does. So yes, I understand not every diet like fits every, every person, but this works for me and I can gain weight when I eat terribly, I gain weight like that. And this diet helps me lose weight. And then when I do cheat on the weekends, it helps me maintain as well. Right. But you gotta like, for me, I have to be clean during the week. If I started going back to my old ways of eating fast food all the time, I would gain, I would blow up like a balloon in no time. But you know what does work? What? Those, it works wraps like the little ones you wrap around your stomach. You remember those? It works. No. Oh like like what? How like do a, you not know these? It, it was a fucking pyramid schemey thing that people sold for a long time. No, I don't. I don't remember wow. that at all. You have been living under a rock, apparently, in a little isolation chamber. That doesn't seem like. Was it that popular? Uh, yeah, it, it was pretty popular. It, it so much so I remember my brother. Um having to do something for uh so he came in last place for their fantasy league and so he had to buy one of those and then make a post on facebook basically it's one of those pyramid schemey things where it's like oh i i love this and this is a great product and you should too and um if you're interested in it come talk to me whatever his punishment for having come in last place was having to post one of those like very awkwardly but these uh, were like huge, but they're 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 basically just like these wraps that went around and like compressed your stomach in and something like that. And supposedly you lost weight and you lost fat. But so yeah. it's kind of like a, a like an old fashioned corset, right? That like women used to wear. Yes, like, but supposedly you lost weight and fat by wearing it and not doing anything else. I mean, I'd be all in. Okay, you, you'd rope me. You, you'd rope me into that pyramid scheme. <laughs> okay. All right, I need one more person, and then I'm set for the month. <laughs> oh, so that's okay. That was your entire plan. Is that you're Hook, involved? Line in and sinker, and sinker. Well, yeah. This uh, the cinnamon toast crunch thing is sinking right now. The cinnamon toast crunch ship is also sinking. So going by back way, to it, is, it was General Mills. By the way, ah, yeah, there we go. We, we we got the fact checks, uh, so no issues next week. Well, so uh, anyways, kids, beware when you open a box of cinnamon toast crunch. You never know what you're gonna find. Wait, so is there is there an end to the story? Like, was it actually shrimp tails, or was it a buildup of sugar? Uh, so General Mills representative story? advised Mr. Carp to send items to his local law enforcement if he nice. would not send them to the company. Uh, a friend connected him with a third party testing company. So that's where we're at. Hmm. I guess he's getting those tested to confirm that they're shrimp tails. Okay, well. To you, Mr. Carp, uh, it seems awfully fishy uh, what you're trying to do, <laughs> Boo. but good luck with your lawsuit, Mr. Uh, Carp. That was actually kind of a good one. I kind of like Thank that you. one. Thank you. I uh, came up with that myself. That a boy. Good one. So, all right. I do want to go For back to the diet. great content, subscribe to my 
<laughs> subscribe to my Twitter or my Insider magazine. <laughs> Behind a paywall. Behind a paywall. All right. So I do want to go back to the, the dieting, working out thing real quick because something came up this week for me and I was ridiculed for it. And I need to know from you, and we're going to have a debate on this. What do you listen to when you work out? Uh, I'd have to work out to answer that question. Okay. But so you used to be a runner. You used to work out. I don't, you know, but. Okay. You would, would hear a a quick answer to that. Uh, when I was running in like high school, our, uh, cross country coach was super old school and he said, you don't need headphones. So we were not allowed to listen to music while running. So I don't listen to music when I run. So, you know, that, that even, reminded even me. Even after I graduated and I can run by myself and wear headphones, I still don't. Like, I found myself, if I ever did go for a jog, which I don't jog much, but if I ever did go for a jog and if I didn't have headphones, I always found myself breathing to a pattern. It, it was almost like rhythmic, right? So I would breathe and I would have a specific breathing pattern that I'd go through and that would almost be my music. I would just hit that pattern to make sure I'm hitting my strides at like, you know, a certain pace. Mm -hmm. And that's what I would use. Now I was ridiculed. Okay. Because you can like some people listen to music, right? A lot of people probably listen to music, but I, when I work out, like to listen to talk radio. Interesting. Okay. I listen to like ESP like gets you through your workout or. I mean, it doesn't like pump me up, but I mean, it's something that just, kind of distracts me from actually working out, right? So like I'm getting my pump in, but I'm not really thinking about how tired I am or, or whatnot. I just listen to talk radio. I've had two people tell me I'm a psychopath for this, but one of my roommates said he listens to podcasts. The other one told me I was a psychopath that I don't listen to music. And then my old roommate that I've talked about before also said I was a psychopath for not listening to music. So I want to know, is that something that people like, is that split, right? Do some people listen to podcasts or talk radio like I do and uh, people listen to music or am I in the minority here listening to talk radio versus like music when I work out? Uh, I'm going to throw it out there uh, that if I'm like lifting or something like that, I will listen to like heavy metal. So I, I, I can see that. And I have some of that on like, a playlist that I use sometimes when I work out, but I just get bored of music. I really do. After listening to music for so long, I just get bored. And I don't know why talk radio just keeps my mind kind of like moving. And, and like, I feel a part of the conversation. There will be times after we record this podcast, when I go back and I'm reviewing it, I will listen to our podcast while I work out. See, because it's just like, I think it puts me in a state where I'm just too relaxed. Like that, that's my mindset and maybe that's the mindset of other people is that if you want to really get your maximum workout and you're going to be there already lifting, you want to get the best out of it that you can. If you're listening to podcasts, you're not going to put in as much effort as you could and therefore not getting the maximum out that you could. I mean, for me, it's like, I don't want to drop this heavy weight on my face. Like if I'm bench press, pressing or I mean, something, that's right? always but. a good strategy uh, <laughs> to lifting. That's usually what I recommend day one. Now, what I would not recommend to is listening to comedy 
because I used to listen to like radio shows that had a lot of comedy in it, and I'm in the middle of my set and I'm laughing and I'm like, oh fuck, <laughs> the, the weight's coming down on me. No, the, I the would first time I discovered that comedy Pandora is the thing, dude. I was listening. Actually, okay, this goes along with my point. I was listening to okay, it wasn't heavy metal, but it was like Eminem, Pandora, like the station it was running. And I was just letting it run, whatever. All of a sudden, here comes a Robin Williams stand-up skit. <laughs> On my Eminem, like, podcast, like, or uh, uh, Pandora station. That and algorithm's like, messed up. I, yeah, I started laughing. And like you said, I started laughing and my, I fucking failed my, my lift or whatever I was trying to do. and just start, But then I was like, holy shit, this is actually a thing. I can listen to comedy radio. And then that whole summer when I interned, I listened to comedy radio on Pandora and just like created my own channel and started listening. It was fucking hilarious. I love it. Uh, that's got to put you but kind of in a good mood. I don't know how I went from Eminem to Robin Williams, but it was a, what, a great discovery. Whatever you were liking or disliking on Pandora, really, you you really messed that one up. But I so here a prof, the most profound thing I've ever heard Little Wayne say, right? He was asked, like, what kind of music do you listen to before you go out and you perform? Oh, I think I've heard this. Maybe. I don't know. And he said something, like, really low-key. It might have been, like, Aretha Franklin or something like that. I I forget exactly who he said, but it was something, like, kind of soulful, like, kind of chill. Yeah. And they're like, really? You don't listen to something to get you pumped up? And his comment back was, if I have to get pumped up to go do what I'm about to do, I shouldn't be doing it. Right. And I don't know that it necessarily translates to like weightlifting, but I was like, that's a pretty profound statement. If I'm not mentally prepared to go do whatever I'm going to do and I have to have something to pump me up to go do it, like shouldn't be doing it. Maybe I shouldn't be doing it. Like I, I, again, I like Lil Wayne's music and stuff. I mean, I, I think his old stuff's better than his new stuff personally, but I thought that was a very profound statement that I had never really thought of. And I was like, I kind of agree with that, you know? Now, again, does that translate to me going and squatting 500 pounds? I have no idea. But it's like, if I'm not mentally prepared myself to go do something and I have to have something outside of my my mental state to pump me up, maybe I shouldn't do it. Honestly, I'm still kind of blown away. Like, you think of these celebrities and rappers and I, I mean any celebrity really in general you think of them as like they kind of stay in their own wheelhouse and they they stick with something they know but like like you said they can come up with very profound they they spend a lot of time thinking and and acknowledging those things like i, I don't know what kind of fucking point i'm trying to make is but well no i i agree it like you know they, the they most... have a good outlook on life or have a very good uh um fuck is what, what what am i trying to say well uh, no i i understand yeah. what you're trying to say it's like uh, pro- people who are profound or like um oh what's uh what's zen like thoughts or um epiphanies or what whatever you want to call it can come from un- unexpected places right yeah, like yeah I, I w- they yeah, you would ex- you wouldn't expect this dude that's rapping about um, you know blowing money and driving cars and and doing drugs or something like that or you know not even a rapper and spe- specifically but anybody that like a country artist or something like that or 
somebody that only does one thing, like a race car driver, you wouldn't expect them to have like a profound thought on the rest of the world. You think of them in this one aspect of what they do. They, they're in this one little realm of the world and they stick to it. But in reality is they're just like us. They're, they're humans. They think about the rest of the world as well, which is kind of crazy, but you're right. like little Wayne come up with something like that. It's kind of cool. Well, yes, you, you like paint them into a box, right? This is what you do. This is who you are. But I mean, they do have thoughts outside of whatever they do. And again, like you said, Lil Wayne talking about women and cars and money and guns and, you know, whatever. It's like, I didn't expect that kind of profoundness to come from somebody who raps about, in my opinion, kind of simple things. Right. I'm not saying he's not a good musician and I, I, I like his music, but it's yeah i i understand what you're saying there but at, but at the same time it's like it's our fault for kind of simplifying them to a point like yeah like, like you said putting them into one box and saying like this is what this person knows about yeah exactly so um now while we're on this question topic Right. These are, are kind of debated questions. And I actually got two of these. I, I'm so mad that we're talking about Cameron so much in this podcast. We need to have our like we need to establish that this is our podcast. Cameron, I appreciate your support, buddy. And we like it. Keep keep feeding us some content. But he did give us two other questions that we could debate you know, on, you on know the what? show. If, if if Cameron wants to sponsor us and uh, we'll talk about him um, if he gives us five dollars for every episode. We're going to treat this like a Twitch stream, yes. like a paywall. You pay us to talk about your content. How about that? Actually, that is, that's kind of an interesting idea. I kind of like it. You know, We're going to run, the, we're going to run this podcast hey. a- after we talk about these next two questions. But <laughs> we're going to start running this I'm podcast. I'm so excited. And again, uh, for those, we always talk about it at the very end of the show, kind of in passing. But uh, if you do have questions, comments things you want us to discuss on the show you can reach us at the last call podcast at gmail.com that's the t-h-e-e last call podcast we do have an instagram with nothing posted we do have a tiktok with nothing posted that's going to change here soon once we figure out our video stuff but if you want to get a hold of us i would say the email the last call podcast with two e's at gmail.com is the best place to do it but Cameron did send this over to us all right so we got two other questions that we'll debate real quick uh, before we get to the last call. So, first one. What type of driver are you? Are you an aggressive driver or are you a passive driver? Aggressive. I 100% I'm an aggressive driver. And I, I can remember the exact moment where I became an aggressive driver. Because I used to, when I first started driving, was very defensive. And I can remember the exact moment where I decided, fuck that, I'm going to make my own way through here. And the reason being, if everybody's defensive, nothing ends up happening. I was trying to merge. This is when I decided I was trying to merge onto the highway and this person wouldn't slow down and they wouldn't speed up to allow me to like merge onto the highway. That moment, because it had happened so many times prior to this incident, I said, fuck this. And I took off and I just started going. I was like, I'm going to control my destiny and I'm going to make whatever path I need to make in order to get to where I'm going. Yep. That's what you got to do. I respect defensive drivers. I understand that. But you irritate the fuck out of me. Just get the fuck out of my way. Get out of the fast lane. 
Yeah, and, just uh, move over. Get over. Stay in the far right, dude. It's where you some, so you've been to Detroit, right? I have. Some of the most aggressive drivers I've oh, ever yeah. experienced in my entire life. I will be going down the highway in Detroit because I I live in Michigan and I have work over in Detroit. I will be going 80 to 90 miles an hour, speed limit 70, and I have people pushing me to go faster. Get the fuck out of the fast lane. I'm in the slow lane. <laughs> like it, it's Get incredible. Out of the <laughs> why why are you in the why are you on the the what the fuck's the right side of the road? The far right it's, side of the road. The fucking Oh, uh, the shoulder. Yeah, why are you on the shoulder? Get off the shoulder and get in the grass where you belong. <laughs> Dude, it's incredible. I've never experienced such aggressive drivers like I experience uh, in Detroit. It, it's I don't know why, but they do not slow down and they do not care. They will just go weave in and out. And I mean, I am going fast. Have you ever and they, been to uh, Massachusetts? Sorry, I cut you off. Like, I'm going to do it anyway. Fuck you. Like, like Boston? <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Massachusetts as in like, Well, like no, Houston. I what what other big cities are there in Massachusetts? Uh, huh? I, I would assume this is a big city thing. So that's okay, why yeah. I said Yes. Yes. Anyway. Um but supposedly like all the roads there are like horrible where it's not very not like square, like a square layout. Like you oh, typically yeah, yeah, see yeah, yeah. in more developed cities, right? Like yeah, I've heard as that. you go from the east coast to the west coast, it, the the city's streets get significantly more square and more gridded. I guess is the term that would be really good there. Yeah, I've heard um, that. But but anyway, where when you're in like Boston, it's like hectic, and there are like ten streets that feed into one intersection, and it's like. You have no idea when it's your turn to go. People are honking like it's horrible. Like you've heard New York is bad, but apparently Boston is like 10 times worse. So I haven't been there, but I, so I'm taking this off of, uh, you know, hopefully a good source, you know, so I don't get fact checked here, Cameron, but <laughs> in a way, so I've heard. So when I, where I live here in Grand Rapids, um, we have similar things. There's like five way stops and they make no sense. It's like, it, like they have traffic lights, so they kind of direct you how to go, but it's like, who designed this? Why is this the way it is? Right. I would say the most terrifying thing that I ever experienced, and I wasn't the driver, but when I was over in, uh, Europe and I was, went to Paris, they had a roundabout where there it was cobblestone there were no designated lanes huh? it was a free-for-all so we actually drove around the roundabout like two or three times trying to figure out like hey how do we get out like we were towards the very center like there was a statue in the center that was the center of this roundabout sure. and we we were all the way towards the center and we're like how do we get out of the center of this circle to get out because like everybody was blocking us in and we couldn't actually like split off anywhere so it took us three times to like go one one lane over then another lane over like each lap was moving out a different lane oh, until no. we could uh, until we could like actually get off on the street we needed to go on I feel it like the craziest being like thing. the Midwest people are just like so polite too. <laughs> We're the worst in those situations. We're just like, oh, 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 sorry. Is it is it okay if I come over here? 
So, oop, oop. can I come over one more line? Yeah, oop. That's a big Michigan oop. thing. Oop. So, so another thing, um, one of uh, my ex girlfriends was telling me that um, her aunt from Montana had never seen a roundabout before, and they put one in near her hometown in Montana. Okay, they've also never seen neighbors before. Like Th- that's also true. They're so spread out, sp- spread out, spread out. Jesus, Nick, pull it together. <laughs> but they had just put in a roundabout, and uh, as my ex stated, they were driving down the road and coming up to that roundabout, and uh, this was her aunt that she was visiting just drove over the center of this oh, of no. the roundabout and she goes I don't understand why they put in these funny speed bumps oh. <laughs> why don't they why is there grass in the in the lane <laughs> well it wasn't finished there was nothing in the middle so it was just a dirt mound she's like oh, I don't understand no. why they put over these funny speed bumps and I was like no way there's no so, way so to go along with that um uh, where I just moved from, there's this like roundabout that was kind of put in a, a very weird situation or like area. Um, it, it was very random, but anyway, <laughs> so I was on like a lot of the car pages in like uh, the area on Facebook, and somebody posted a picture where you could clearly see tire marks going through the roundabout, and so it was like skid marks. Um, from where they were coming and then where the direction they were going. And right at the like start of the curb, they clearly scraped their oil pan and like <laughs> ripped their oil pan apart, like destroyed it. And so they obviously dumped all of the oil that was in their car, oh. just like dumped it. And somebody posted, I, I, I think the caption was, well, I guess that's one way to change your oil. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, it is a really quick, effective way of doing it. It's just very expensive. Man, some people, there are a lot of bad drivers on the road, and you need to watch out for them. But uh, I might be one of them. Who knows? I've been told I'm a bad driver. I think I'm a great driver, though. But hey, Nick, guess what time of the night it is? Last call. This is the last call for alcohol this evening. Drink up, drink up, drink up. That's right. It is The Last Call on The Last Call Podcast, where every week Nick and I do a little something different. This week, we're going to be playing a game called Pretty Fly for a White Guy. Oh, is that me? Oh, I just, I I was expecting a reaction to the name of the game, but maybe, okay. So uh, what what we're going to do here is I have written down the lyrics of various rap songs i'm gonna read these lyrics out there's no music i'm not gonna try to read them with any sort of beat or cadence nick has to guess what song these lyrics came from okay this this idea is great on paper um with the idea that i do know rap songs and rap artists so You'll know a couple of them. I know you will know a couple of them. This is going to suck. Just so you know, if I don't know it, the the answer is going to be Lil Wayne. 
Okay. Well, uh, that Little Wayne the is a, an artist. Answer. Little Wayne is an artist, not a song. But okay. you will know some you know of what? these. I'm gonna I, make a song called Little Wayne then. I promise you. Well, I don't know that there's a song been called Little Wayne yet, but I promise you, you'll know some of these. But at home, play along, see if you get them right. So, Nick, are you ready for Pretty Fly for a White Guy? I think so. All right, here we go. First song. Got a pocket full of dead prez attached to your girl like a JPEG. Party scene turned to a murder scene. Keep shitting on blanks. Need potty train. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know. Can I Google like a list of rappers? So Would that like so this is a uh, young Jeezy featuring two chain song. Ain't calling young Jeezy. Is that like that young Jeezy? Uh, yes, yes, it is that young Jeezy. But only way to so here, here, I'll, I'll give you a hint. If you be, I'll give you a hint. It's it's the acronym <laughs> that people use when somebody passes away. R.I.P. The song is called R.I.P. by Young Jeezy featuring Two Chains, and those lyrics were of Two Chains. Ah, uh, that was gonna be my other default answer was two chains. There's quite a few two chains lyrics in here, but the next song, I you if you don't get this one, dude, I I, I have zero faith uh, in you to get any of okay. these other ones. All right, I've got I've got a list of uh popular rappers in front of me now to kind of help <laughs> me out. Okay, <laughs> all right, you ready? The, there's Tupac Shakur in here, and uh, it says to 1996, 1971 to 1996. Everybody knows he's still alive, so this is bullshit. All right, All right, anyway. Well, you ready for the second one? Yes. She says she's 21. I might have to ID that. All my bitches come in pairs like balls in my nutsack. Oh, this is uh this is the dude that's uh the the music video they're sitting on the be- the beach. No, this is Yeah. She's coming in pairs like uh like balls in my nuts. Oh no, I don't know the name of the guy, dude. Yeah, but I just I need the song. The, the music video is he's uh I need the song. Uh mm-hmm. I maybe just a little I don't wanna lie. I spy? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> it took it took a lot of effort. I'm a see, I, I could just imagine somebody at home like listening to this and they're just like, What the fuck, dude? Like, it's it's okay. Say it. I I got a couple other songs. Um, oh, I, I I have a lot of them, but I'm gonna go with the ones you know because I want to give you a good shot. All right, you ready for this one? Okay. Yep. All right. Beat it up, blank. And by the way, a blank is the N word. Uh, beat it up, blank. Catch a charge. Extra large and extra hard. Put this pussy right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. <laughs> <laughs> I have no fucking clue. It's a uh, it's a very recent song. It's an acronym. Uh that is not well the acronym that I was thinking about was WAP. Um mm. WAP. Yeah. Oh, it, is it actually? Yeah. Is it Nicki Minaj? <laughs> yeah. No, no. <laughs> it was no, it was Cardi oh. B. It's Cardi B and Megan the Stallion, but yes, that is uh, Oh no. 
I got the wrong one. But no, it's why. Okay, it's why. But I, I, I was correct on the uh, song, right? Correct. I only need the Damn. song title. So Let's that go. yes, that is why. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take the small victory. All right. Here's the next one. My AC never doing nothing. Blow fans though. Walgreens cards shopping all of the off brands though. Boy go hard when collecting. Got Venmo. Save every motherfucking roach trying to smoke. Sounds like something you would hear. Uh, oh, who's that dude? That who's the white guy? Uh, 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 little. Oh no! You're dude, half why there. Are these. Okay, because I said little. No, you're half there. Well, you're two thirds uh, there. You had white and lil. It's okay. I know it. It's uh, little Dicky. Yeah, little Dicky. Yep. It sounds like something he would say. And what you have the song title? Oh, I have no fucking clue. It, it's not save that money, is it? Yeah, save that money. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, cool. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> All right, here's one. This might be one of my favorite lyrics or like verses it's weird of all because, time. Because like y- you hear these lyrics when you say them, and I'm like, yeah, I would have never known that was in that song, but well, it sounds like something that belongs in the song. I don't think you're gonna get this one, but it's one of my favorite verses of all time. All right, Lil Wayne. No. Okay. Two chains Shit. again. Ah. <laughs> Whistling Dixie. Middle school. I was getting head on the 10 speed. Gigolo bloodline, pimping hereditary. Black on 28, it remind me of February. Day you can fuck with me? That would be nevu- <laughs> never wary. <laughs> Dead ass rapper should have came with a cemetery. Okay, I'm just saying, just throwing this out there. Uh, two chains. I had a 21 speed when I was growing up. Uh, more than your 10 speed. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to guess, uh, I think the only other song that I know by that guy, uh, uh, Ceiling Missing? No, that that song is uh, on my list. Uh, no, maybe I don't have that on my list, but no, that is not the... Oh, got, it is on my list. That Anyways, that's a different song. That's That song is called I'm Different, and you can guess what song that is later. This one is called Headbands. It's B.O.B. feature in 2 Chains. Yep, would have never got that. However, one of my favorite lines. uh, Little Wayne, though. All right, we got time for maybe one or two more. All right, you ready? I think so. Let's do it. All right. Ass so big, I told her look back at it. Look back at it. Look back at it. (laughs) Then I put a fat rabbit on the craftmatic. I'm so high, attic. I am so high, like an addict. You fucking read this like the Microsoft Word like <laughs> reader, <laughs> and I would like to. <laughs> I can't. I can't read it's it with like any rhythm. Automated. I told you this. I can't read it with any rhythm. Otherwise, you would get it. What? Uh, what was the very start? What is the fucking main words that you read at the very beginning of this? <laughs> <laughs> Ass so big, I told her look back at it. Look back. That's look what it back was. at it. Look back at it. Look is back the at name it. Of the song for sure. That is not it. 
Okay, usually that's what they do. This is like, the hey, song. Here's the word that I said the most. This is what I'm gonna name the song. <laughs> this is this is the song where it says, "Um, I'm different. Yeah, I'm different." Pull up to the scene with my ceiling missing. This is I'm different. Wait, this, this was, is it? Yes, this was the one. Oh fuck! I, I I just said I would get that one and I didn't get it. I literally did it the next one and you did not get it. Yeah, that's all right. All right, so. We're about out of time here. I do want to give you some of my uh, my other favorites, the uh, honorable mentions, if you will. So here's one. Uh, fresh out from my bid, bitch, it's Lil Toonchi. So this is a Lil Wayne song. I Lucille Ball, bitch, I love Lucy. If these blanks dogs, I'm animal cruelty. Don't fuck with me at all because I'm twisted like in a Rubik's cube. <laughs> I feel like that was a bit of a stretch. That is uh, a fire. A stretch. That is fire flame by Birdman featuring Little Wayne. And then Warner, you're gonna get this one because I, I've pointed this one out to you multiple times, but it is absolutely my favorite. Oh, oh, you have one. Okay, well I'm no, gonna. G- I just got one comment. I just got. Oh, a okay, comment. okay. What? We'll, we'll we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Okay. This is this. However, I know you'll know this one. Lucky that my lips. Not only mumble, they spill oh. kisses like a fountain. Lucky that my breasts are small and humble, so you don't confuse them with mountains. Shakira, Shakira. Whenever, wherever, by Shakira. All right, Warner, quickly, what's your comment? I just want to throw this out there. I went on uh, Genius.com, which kind of goes through rap lyrics, and I pulled up I'm Different by 2 Chains. And on the analysis of pull up to the scene with my ceiling missing, the person put a comment as uh, they're they're kind of breaking apart what he says, and they said when Two Chains raps raps about this, he's referring to his car that he drives to a place of business, and he is automatically he automatically feels cool because his top rolls down. <laughs> I love the. <laughs> Him pulling up to a place of business. The white people explanations are hilarious to me. Uh, Perfect. Well, with that, we're going to leave you on this Friday. Thank you all for hanging out with us on the Last Call podcast. I'm Aaron Thompson and with Nick Warner. Have a great fucking Friday.